This is a HeadGum Podcast. Dynamic banter. Mike and Steve are going to do bits and have some fun. Dynamic banter. that there's a version of dynamic banter in another universe hosted by two women yes yes i do 100 i've never stephanie and emily having some fun (laughs) stephanie and emily which one is which one is stephanie is stephanie must be steve yeah Yeah. and you're emily (laughs) what do they look like probably like us but not like a, a overly masculine. Like people would find us attractive, but not everyone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the people who do. People would find us lot. attractive based on our personalities. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> hey guys, welcome to the show. Um, <laughs> not classically pretty girls. No, 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 no. The kind of girls that you uh, you wouldn't look at. The kind of girls you wouldn't do a double take. You would really make sure you were serious about us before you brought us around to your friends. Right. Yeah. And, and that's coming straight from Bethany's bath. <laughs> Stephanie and Emily having the fun. I would love to meet our girl versions. Yeah. We should do a sitcom. If you think you're the girl version of one of us, or if you think you know the girl version of one of us, <laughs> let us know. Let us know. That's a person we would call. Dude, it would be so funny <laughs> to do like to find the closest to what would be the girl versions of us. Yeah. And then do like a, a newlywed game. Yeah. Where it's like, what would your answer be? Or do like a be nice or not be nice. Oh, that's really see good. If they and would see match if they up. align. Yeah. yeah. Because we're looking for America's next top hosts of dynamic banter. <laughs> And they wear a mask. And you have to pick the one who can't see. Yeah, sing. yeah. Dude, I was in a hotel room and I was watching. I could see your voice. What's that? It is a show like American Idol, but there are like eight singers on a stage. Uh-huh. And the contestant has to pick one uh, that has to eliminate all the ones that cannot sing based on how they lip sync a song. Okay. So you watch a random person, right. softball player, right. lip sync a song, and then the judges are like, can that person really sing or could they not sing? Okay. And then uh <laughs> and then you choose and then they stand there with a microphone. They have to be kind of like robotic the whole time. So that they're not showing off their dance moves right, or anything right, like right. that. No personality, no like Just literally no voice. Or nothing. And um and then once you make a decision that person can or can't sing, they have to really sing. And either it's bad or it's like amazing and you eliminate it. Oh, the wow, dude. Yeah. Man, look, we talk a lot of shit about, I mean, you and I don't really talk a lot of shit about it, but I feel like there's a lot of shit talk about reality TV uh-huh. because, you know, a lot of it's garbage. But man, <laughs> sometimes, sometimes you want to look through the garbage. I watched it for until NyQuil kicked in took over (laughs) and it was fine i remember it being kind of interesting the thing that maybe this is a shitty thing on my part Mm. but now that i kind of like 
know how they make stuff. Yeah. What turns me off from either like a game show or a reality show is all the stuff that I know is being forced by a producer. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I watch those fucking yeah. ad nauseum. I watch those old uh, prices, right? On Pluto TV. Oh yeah. Dude. And they're all from like seventies, eighties and early nineties. Right. And everyone's just fucking normal as fuck. Yeah. No and, one's trying to be extra. Yeah. And sometimes it results in somebody being like, yeah, my name is Shirley. I'm from Indiana and I'm sure excited to be here. But that's the funnest. Yeah. That's and then the they're like, funnest. Shirley, you want a fucking car? And she's like, I could sure use that. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay sometimes. What I what I can't stand is like how everybody gets up to the podium and is like, yeah, my name's Jeff. Yeah. And you know I've been here for 14 years. Yeah. And this is the time to go. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, you're not wrong. I love my mom. Here's the saddest fucking story you've ever heard in your life. Like, just fucking be normal. Both of my dogs died this morning. Anyway, let's <laughs> win all that money, bro. Both of my dogs killed my mom and then I had to put them down. <laughs> My mom was in critical condition. We don't know if she's going to make it. And that's, why, this money. that's why I got to win this $5,000. Dude, you're so right. But you knew that there Dude was a vacation. <laughs> His mom's in the hospital. Mom, I like, had to go. I had to go. Would you not have gone? You would have not gone. I would have gone. <sighs> of course you would have gone. Dude. You know that there was a turning point in game shows and stuff in the in the like the 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 game show zeitgeist where they were like something needs to change or we're not going to get like we're not going to make it into the new generation of mm. entertainment. I think it was they put people in a room and they do the testing. Yeah. Where you are behind two way glass or no one-way mirror. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking yeah. about. Where like the producers and all the television analytics people could see you and you show like eight, you pay eight regular people to mm -hmm. watch a show and they like turn a, a dial when they are liking it a lot. Yeah. Or not liking it. Right. So what happens is those people react to like cheering and like people, Excitement. big personalities. Yeah. And then the stupid analytics people are like, then That's to make maximum yeah. risk turn, we need like huge personalities and cheering, you know? You know what, man? I think you just figured it out. They yeah. went too far. <laughs> they went too far. They went too far because the, the <laughs> they were, they were, here's where, here's where shows were. Wait, this can is, I pull up some? <laughs> this is a game show in the 70s. Okay, wait, can I do, can I do this? So we can get dinged? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This is a game show in the 70s. Come on down. Come on down. Dude, price yeah. is right. Price is right. Price is right. Isn't that nice? <laughs> You're the next contestant on. Price is right. Price is right. Yeah, and it would be like a combination today and brought to you by the Hilton in uh, Florida, Orlando, Florida. Oh, well, stay at the Hilton, you stay with your family, and they have a pool with a fountain. You go into the fountain, the kids get a real kick out. Guests of today's show will be staying at the Hyatt Winchester in Orlando, Florida. And just a hop, skip, and a jump away from the park. You actually transportation the park, and your kids get LA gear. And how about a lifetime supply of rice-a-roni, the San Francisco treat? And then once, like, Who Wants to Be a Millionaire came out, 
it was like you can win you can million dollars dude you know it was like i mean we can't do it but you know we're like yeah i'm just filming and i'm gonna have a goddamn heart attack if you don't call your friend call your friend tonight there's a ticking time bomb under your fucking couch and if you don't watch, you're fucking gonna die in your home tonight on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? All the lights go all the way up. All the lights go all the way up. On tonight's show, we're pointing a knife at every contestant. They're gonna get it right in the fucking face if they don't get it right. Call your dad if you have a terrible relationship with him. Call your dad and ask him who was the third president of the United States of America. On tonight's motherfucking episode, we're gonna get fucked up. So anyway, what I'm saying is TV's just too much. I think it's too much now. It's too much. Coming from the loudest podcast on the internet. Yes, but this podcast isn't We have we take we take breaks. But we're not trying to be we're not trying to this just is what it, it is. is what it is this yeah. is like the most niche thing we yeah. don't have like millions of people on cable millions of elderly people no on no. cable dude i think the solution for real <laughs> it, i think you have the solution <laughs> just the, fuck out. the solution is to chill the fuck out <laughs> Dynamic banter. welcome back the solution is we get a mix right yes it's a mix of excited people, but you need people like us. In the same show. Not us on the show. I'm talking about you need people like us vetting the contestants. Yeah. Because we bring them in, and whatever method they use to fucking put the people on the show, it's got to change. Mm. You need people like us that are like, that person's doing too much. Get them out of here. I also don't need the the producer on the ground, the stage producer, to be like, and everyone's screaming, and we're gonna do, we're gonna film you for five minutes, just right. screaming to Who's nothing and losing your goddamn mind. <laughs> yeah. Like there needs to be like honest oh, no. reactions. Yeah, I don't know. I feel I like know. It's, it's very produced, and it's probably yeah. making other people a lot more money. See, this is where it gets stupid because it's like we're we have no money, and right. we're telling people who what they should do. Been making money for years, <laughs> how to make less money. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mike is the dynamic. <laughs> you gotta make your show worse. Dude, let's make a book called How to Make Less Money. No, how like to dynamic have, banter guy. How to you know what it is? It's how to have more fun and have less people see your shit. So it's like how to have more fun, yeah, at, with less of an audience. <laughs> <laughs> with Mike and Steve. And if you want that book ever, dude, that's we're not gonna be popular again until everyone's on the internet. Yeah. And everyone's doing well and everyone's like, I gotta get off. Yeah, I need some, I need like, something you want different. Some or what? Why don't you get and then we pull up in our kind of it's not a it's not a scary van. <laughs> but we pull up in a van. In our and, van. And we open up the door and, and then you put your hand out like this. Yeah. And then and then I'm in the driver's seat going like Heck, heck. Yeah. <laughs> right? And there's light coming out of the van. Yeah. And yeah. it's like, would you like to come with us now? Yeah. <laughs> How'd you like to come with us and do and make less? Dude, I think I would love to see, because I really do miss the old 
Price is Right days where like there'd be an old lady going, I'm Diane from Michigan and I would love to have some that rice roni. (laughs) And that was as much of a personality as you got out of them. Yeah. Because their reactions are so genuine. Hot dog. Yeah. They're so genuine and they're so just happy to be there. Yes. It's yeah. very nice. Though. I want a mix of that and the excited people. And I think that's what game shows. It's okay right to be now. excited. Yeah. That's what that show was. It's like, there were people yeah. who lost their goddamn minds, but there were also like really boring people. Right. And it was like, uh, you know, it made it more exciting. It makes it more exciting when the over the top <sighs> people are over the top. Yeah. If you have the mix of both. Right. 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 Like everybody can't, it be can't be everybody. Most. No. Dude, you know what I realized too? You know how like the feud, like you did you watch the feud back oh, in the yeah. day? Uh-huh. It's huh. completely different now. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like now it's all about getting regular people to say risque, dirty shit. Yeah. And then oh, have the bedroom. Ding. And then have what's his name do this? <laughs> Dude, he's so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I love him so much. Dude, the way he shuts people down sometimes, if somebody says a stupid answer, because it's like he does exactly what you're doing. He's done. Like, what the? What? He's done with people's shit. And that's great. Yeah. That's why he's the perfect host for that, for sure. Especially for this generation of it. But man, it's just like they really do set people up. Mm -hmm. It's all, it's more about the setup than it is about like the game show. Right. Because it's like, how can you get a good clip? A good soundbite that'll make a viral video. And like, you know, one of them, I didn't even watch the whole video. I turned it off because it was like, it was like, this is a really hilarious family feud clip. And I was like, all right, well, let's see. And I hit play and the host, Steve Harvey's like, what does he say? He goes, Name something you'd like your significant other to do to your face. Yes, I and saw I that exact it, thing. And I'm like, I'm done. Yeah. You set these people up. To, look, I mean, look, I get that that's why it's Name fun. somewhere. <laughs> Where you'd like your wife to sit. To sit. <laughs> and the guy goes, oh, my face. <laughs> and then he goes. <laughs> he, looks at, <laughs> he looks at the camera. Like he, was looking, he was looking at the writers. Yeah. He wasn't looking at the contestant because the contestant was just being a normal person. His eyes do this. They go, he was looking at both the writers. And then his eyelids go real low. <laughs> and then he goes, <laughs> he's so disappointed with every answer. Yeah. Yeah. And I love him so much. Uh, man, what a good time. We got flies coming. Whoa, that's really loud. <laughs> anyway. So, um, I miss those days. I miss the, I miss the early feud days where it was just like people kind of like every once in a while you'd get like a risque Mm -hmm. thing, but now it's like, they're just trying to get it out of people. I'm like, eh, it's less fun when they're forcing it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) R.I.P. Louis Anderson. Anyway. So Mike, you just got back from a fun little thing. I'd love to talk a little bit about it. I went to Denver. You ever been to Denver? Uh, yeah, for a very brief amount of time, mm-hmm. I was there for a Valley Folk thing, yes. and then I and then I was gone, yeah. and I think that's where I may have gotten COVID. Fun. Let's cut to COVID. Before COVID was like rampant. Sure. You think that's where you got OG COVID? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. But who knows? Who knows? Who fucking knows? Uh, I also didn't feel great when I went there. Um. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, 
So there might be Not something. to the fault of Denver, though. No, no, no. I, no, no, no. I don't think it's Denver's fault. It was very cold. It was eight degrees, but there was no, it wasn't super windy. There was no humidity, so it was kind of nice. I saw, I had a Lyft driver that gave me a whole history lesson at three o'clock in the morning when I left. Oh, that you were that you were too tired for? It was just he was so amped up at three o'clock in the morning. Do you think those are his like prime hours? Like he sleeps during the day and then Either he's that, like an Uber driver at night? That is one possibility. I don't think he sleeps during the day because he talked about all his businesses, oh, which shit. eventually are like, is it cocaine? Yeah, because then you're like, if you're working all day and <clears throat> it's 3 a.m. And, and you have more business ideas that you haven't even done yet right um he was very nice he was just like at level 10 so me and um olin did the show uh, thank you if you came from this show thank you very much thank you and uh and it was great it was just cold as shit i i felt bad and then i miraculously felt good before the show and uh it was a good time dude when people are in a theater and we had this at the at the bell house or at our last two but the in stand up the timing is a little different. Yeah. It's like people laugh different than what I'm used to. I'm used to like anywhere between 30 and 150 people in a room. Right. And when there's like 400 people in like a hall, yeah. you have to like it's different. Yeah, you got to <laughs> Yeah, I think yeah. You, I know what you mean. Yeah. It is a little different because also crowd work is different cuz you can't really hear somebody right. being like, eh, "I have a cat." <laughs> right. <laughs> What? So, yeah. She said, she just said she has a cat. Her voice kind of sounds like. If you yeah. heard her voice, it'd be funnier. You get, anyway, the people over here understand. It's funnier if we're back and forth really fast and not me explaining everything. So forget it. That's cool. Yeah. I guess there are, there are pluses and minuses to the big, big crowds mm -hmm. when you're doing the certain types of comedies. But yes. yeah, I, those, I, those are fun, man. Those big, big shows yeah. where people are like, just they'll laugh at anything you say, basically, because yeah. they're just like all really happy to be there and they like you. And yeah. they, it's Dude, like a good feeling. Somebody was talking about concerts. I don't know if it was, I feel like it was Pete Holmes was talking about how concerts are just like, you're just on the same level of this sounds very hippy dippy but level of like vibration with everybody yeah because yeah. everyone has their own energy and they're listening to the music and so they're all like we're all listening to the same thing yeah it's a, another reason like stand-up is cool is because you're all like it's a very like pagan around the campfire like yeah. we're all listening to the story <clears throat> right and yeah. we're all and it's all a shared experience and and when it's something that everyone can relate to it's like that that's an undeniable kind of frequency energy yeah, yeah, yeah. in the room yeah yeah, yeah. and it's nice because you you pass people on the street or you're in the store and you're all in your own mindset yeah you're all you know listening to a podcast or wearing a mask and like shut off from the human contact even like reading people's faces so there's just right, a million right. different people on a million different wavelengths and then you go to a show where you go to a concert and you're all sitting there like shoulder to shoulder but you're all like feeling the same thing at the same time right right much. right it's kind of nice you got me thinking about it's pretty gay <laughs> it's way gay dude p gay you got me thinking about like music, like concerts, like uh -huh. and how like the draw of a concert is, is like you get to go hear the music you love uh -huh. <clears throat> performed by the artists that you love 
in this, but you're in the same room with that person. Yeah. And it's like, you go because you're like, man, I hope they play this one. I hope they play this one. Or like, maybe we'll do some old ones. That'd be really cool. Semi-charm kind of life. Right. That'd be great. They did semi-charm kind of life. We'll see what happens. Playing it first, which means they're sick of it. Was there a chance that those guys were playing a I've show and they like didn't eight times, do semi-charm? They've played it every single time. Well, yeah, they yeah, have yeah, you, right? Yeah, Dude, yeah. one time I saw... But continue your thought. You were on a good... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good. Okay, so... So people go to concerts for that experience of like experiencing the the music they love, but in a live setting. Maybe yeah. it's a little different. Maybe it's this. Maybe it's that. Comedy is similar with the big, big touring comedians because those guys do like the same show, right? Yeah, uh-huh. Like on their tour. Like by the time you're in like a theater or an arena, I think yeah, it's similar. Yeah, you're doing like concert shit where you're doing your hits and stuff right. like that. How do you feel about that? I think it would be fun in its own way. My favorite thing. I literally have that uh, that special that I did in Toronto that yeah. you got toes thing. That is just like my favorite. That room was so small, but that's my favorite. You know, it's not super polished. There's crowd work in it. Yeah. And, you know, people have their own different tastes of what stand up yeah, should be. Yeah. But I do have this thought that I would like to put on the record. Go for it. I think that. There's something to be said for amazing jokes in stand-up comedy. It's like that is a that's its own art. Sure. But it's like now you know how the internet has like leveled the playing field for anyone? Yeah. yeah. Like anyone can do stand-up and yeah. put stand-up on their reels yeah. and see it seen by like fifty thousand people. Mm-hmm. Anyone can do that. Mm-hmm. So I think that people might start laying claim to just like jokes in general it's like here's my joke yeah and you can kind of be like all these jokes have been done about stuff so either your material becomes super personal which is fucking awesome yeah that's where you get some really good stories or the crowd work stuff is like my favorite stuff is the more like I would go see someone who's good at crowd work just because you know the show will never. It's gonna be, be the different same. every time. Yeah. 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 And um, it's and it's different. also like watching somebody's like shit fire. It, it's a different. It's like you're watching a different thing. It's like if you watch somebody tell jokes, it's like here's what they've crafted. It's like you're watching somebody fucking like paint paintings. It's very right, beautiful. Right. Everything's very intentional. It fits together like a puzzle. Yeah. And then when you watch somebody do crowd work, it's, it's like watching their little synapses. Well, yeah. Off. And you go to see that person because you want to see their, per- you want to hear their perspectives on life and you love the way that their brain works. Uh-huh. So you're like, if they're doing like off the cuff shit, you're like, Ooh, this is, this is special. Yeah. Yeah. So I think, uh, doing that, knowing that I want to do that, I think the answer is to do, kind of smaller spots but to be able to do like written jokes in a theater is fucking it's nice to know that i could do both yeah yeah because you've like i remember seeing george carlin in lake tahoe like way back in the day me and my brother saw him that's awesome and i was like i mean we were the big we were huge carlin fans we just happened to be in in uh tahoe at the time that george carlin was also doing shows nightly pretty much Mm mm-hmm so of course we had to go see him and we saw him and it was amazing and it was awesome to see him but he was doing like every joke from his latest special yeah yeah and i was like well i i I watched that special a bunch and i loved it 
I guess it's okay to watch him do it on stage, <laughs> but I would have loved to be like surprised and yeah. have new jokes and yeah. stuff. But I guess that's just the nature of those touring. I wonder if you're like whatever that guy's target demographic was. Yeah. This music is so funny in the background, <laughs> by the way, of this conversation. Yeah, exactly. If you're like 45, 50 years yeah. old and you're going to see him. And you're just a regular person who maybe sees a stand-up show once every 10 years. Ever, yeah. Are you going to, like, watch the Eagles in concert, you know? And you want to be like, say the thing about stuff. Right. How you have too much stuff. That's the thing. You know? Or do all the dirty words or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that he, you know, he We saw do. George Carlin and he did the dirty words. He did words. the dirty words. We yeah. watched him do the thing we watched <laughs> him do on VHS. Are you going to, like, be okay with that part of your career when people are like, do the thing, do the thing? I don't think people will ever do that. Do you me. don't think so? Oh, because they know you and they don't, they know better not to do that. If I could hear them say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then I think I had that's a whole conversation. Well, it's like someone screaming out free bird, but instead yeah. they're like dog poop. You know what? That means I would have to have a joke that was like free bird, and by that point I have so much money. Yeah, and so it doesn't matter. It doesn't yeah, matter. Just go for it. Yeah. That's probably where Carlin was at the time. Like cuz yeah. he was pretty old. He was probably like I'm just going to do my old shit. Words. Yeah. See, <laughs> but I don't think he did that. He literally did word for word his latest special. Oh wow. And it was like, all right. Yeah. That was cool. I got to see him do that live. Yeah. It's like when you see Foo Fighters do their whole whatever album. Usually it's or usually yeah. it's they do the special and it's a surprise to the audience. And then it ends with the taping of the special. And then you kind of burn that material. Yeah. But I've seen like I saw Dane Cook a couple times when I was like college boy. He came to our school, I think. So did Dave Chappelle, which is kind of fucking awesome. Whoa. The kids were Damn, really heavy hitters because there is. The it was their were... time. Anyway, um, I've seen Dane Cook use like a special joke as a closer on a show way after that special came out. Okay. And I remember thinking like, oh, he's done that. Or whatever. Or I wonder if he wanted to like end that way. Or I wonder if that was a mistake. I remember that's when I first started like thinking about whatever. Thinking yeah. Or about, like how it worked. I, I kind of like, I, I like if a comedian wants to like sneak in old material. Uh -huh. Like I've seen my friends do that. Yeah. Like, and I like that because then it's like, oh, I like that joke. Yeah. But it's nice to hear like a bunch of new stuff in there too. Dude, as a writer of a joke, if you come up with one new tag for a joke that you were sick of doing four years ago, it could like reinvigorate. Reinvigorate. The whole thing. Yeah. I remember, did you ever listen to Daniel's Hosh? Yeah. yeah. His record? Yeah. He has a record where. Him and Mitch Hedberg yeah. have a record where they have a new line to a joke on two records, but he'll do it again because he added a new line. I That's think Mitch cool. Hedberg even says, Fuck. like, I got a different ending, so I can't deprive you of this one. <laughs> and uh, I thought that that was cool. Yeah. But then you start I'm into to become, it. me and my friend... Um, me and my friend were talking about how people are more of a, a fan of the process now that they know how it works. Yeah. So, like, stuff like that is cool. It's Yeah, it's interesting. Mm -hmm. You know when, like, 
they're doing the little secrets and stuff or they're doing the like oh they're doing that thing you can see him work on something yeah exactly it's nice yeah that's why it's fun to like be a big movie nerd too because you see the movies and then you see things in the movie and you're like oh i know how they did that Mm -hmm. and someone's like how do they do that you're like i'll tell you after yeah i'll tell you after or i'll (laughs) tell you right now and piss everybody off (laughs) dude uh i saw batman the new batman that's great dog and I really loved it. And by this time, by this point, I'm sure people have seen it. It's already uh, comes out tomorrow. Mm. Shit, maybe not, huh? Maybe, fuck, maybe it's the next episode. That's okay. I have things to say, but I don't want to spoil anything. But you and liked I, it. You could say that. Yeah, I wouldn't want anybody to, like, not listen mm-hmm. to a part of the show um, if they really don't want to be spoiled. But I did really like it. It's too long. Mm-hmm. I didn't, I didn't do it. All right, Mike, (laughs) listen to me. It's too long. Okay. All right. But I liked it. Okay. So be prepared for go to the peepees before the movie starts. Take care of all your business. Mm -hmm. And if you're the kind of person that needs to go peepee every like 10 minutes, 15 minutes. You're going to hate the movie. You're going to hate it. You're going to miss a lot of stuff. Just don't drink anything while you watch it. Dehydrate yourself. Which is unsafe, as we've seen. Mike, it's like almost four hours, dude. Oh, damn, How can you make a movie that's supposed to be a comic book fun time four fucking hours? Man, I don't... You know what's weird is that I feel like with the TikTok stuff, it's like there's everyone's attention span is way shorter, but they still make real long movies like that. And I don't understand like who's paying attention. Who they think is paying attention. Okay, well, I all right. First of all, for those of you that are screaming at your fucking stereos right now, I hyperbolized a little. <laughs> it's two hours and 56 minutes. Three so hours. almost three hours. Yeah. <laughs> Still too much, I think. Yeah. You did add 25%. I added movie. way more. <laughs> I added way more to it, and so I'm correcting myself, okay? <laughs> But uh, but it was too long, man. And I'd see, yeah, I don't like it. I, I get eighty minutes. Mm-hmm. Like if you've got a lot of story to tell, break it up. Yeah. Give us Batman two next summer. Would it blow have our been minds? A, would it? Would you have been as excited if it was two movies? Like are no, could they stand on their own? But if they had done like an eighty minute Batman for this movie, and then at the end dropped a fucking boom batman 2 comes summer 2023 Mm. and you're like what the fuck (laughs) another bat wait we getting a sequel next year Uh next year what if they were like so soon the sequel happens in 15 minutes and you have to hang out go take a break go outside you can smoke or have a drink or go get a snack that'd be fun intermission like back in the day i'd love it but there'd be no way they could keep that under wraps something like that they wouldn't be able to keep under wraps Something like they're st- they're chopping the movie into three pieces. Nah, they wouldn't be able to keep any of it under wraps. Because they would have to be like, some nerd would find out. They'd be like, they just they just put up a they they bought the domain name for Batman <sighs> Two. Man, that kind of ruins everything. Huh? It really does. Those but days are over. You just have to not look for it, I guess. Yeah, but if I was running, if I was the uh, the king of Hollywood, I would be like Batman. This new Batman needs to be 80 minutes. Mm-hmm. 
chop up the rest of it into sequels, blow their minds and give them a new sequel every year yeah. until we're, we've exhausted everything we shot for this first one. Mm -hmm. And then like, we'll fucking make a new one. We'll make like in three years, we'll make the like true sequel to that. Hmm. I don't know, whatever, but no, let's do it. It's good. All right, let's do it. <laughs> let's get, let's get, let's call Malcolm. Oh, yeah, Malcolm, can you play all the characters in this Hey, Malcolm, movie? We're, <laughs> we're trying to make a bunch of Batmans at once. <laughs> do you... How many different Batmans do you think? Dude, uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman, though, I gotta say, he's a little emo. Oh, yeah? He's a little emo. Uh-huh. Maybe a little scrawny, too, if I can say that. Yes. That, or... that guy. <laughs> exactly, bad guy. <laughs> Look at this bad guy, bad dude. <laughs> but he's like, but he's he's definitely. I mean, he's certainly ripped. But uh -huh. but you could be scrawny ripped. Yes, like Nick, like Nick. Anyway, let's do some ads, Mike. How about that? Okay. I'm really excited for the ads. Me too, man. And I'm excited. Like, do you think you're gonna see Batman at all? No. Like ever? Not I mean, even maybe, at some point? I don't... Dude, I have so many cool movies from the SAG thing that I would watch. Like Licorice Pizza. I have it at my house. It's so good. But I don't have the time or the yeah. desire to watch it. But you like... There's a little something in you about... There's a little something in you that uh, remembers the comic book day. <laughs> there's something in you that from the comic book days... That might be interested in seeing a new Batman, right? I like it. I don't hate. Nothing. Right, right. But yeah. isn't there something more in you and your childlike wonder and love uh, over something like Licorice Pizza for a Batman movie? Like, if you had that Batman movie here in your home, do you think you would be like, I'm going to watch this? It's a possibility. Interesting. But it's like, I, there's so many things I would do, I'd rather do before that. Yeah. Like, come, cat. Dude, you got to see uh, Colin Farrell do a dead-on De Niro as the Penguin, though. Really? Oh, man, it's so funny. <laughs> it's hard to not laugh at it. Chester Copper. He's like, oh, come on! I'm the Penguin away! <laughs> I am walking here, I'm the Penguin! <laughs> Never walk near the Penguin. Never walk near the penguin or you're going to get an earful. Guys, Squarespace. Let's talk about Squarespace. Ooh, Mike Falzone's got a Squarespace website. You know I do. Website. We've talked about this endlessly. MikeFalzone.com is a Squarespace website. If you're like, what's the deal with these Squarespace websites? What do they even look like? <laughs> I saw that. What do they even look like? No Anything you did. want. Anything. They look like award-winning websites. Yes, you know why? Because they, they have award-winning templates yes, they do. that you could choose from and be like, I want my website to look like that. And then you click it and then your website looks like that. Mm -hmm. People have designed. People have designed. People have designed. These websites so that you don't have to. Someone else did it for you. Someone else did Someone it. Else did it. Squarespace. Someone else did it. Design the site. Design the site. Hey man, I love your website. Who did it? Someone else. Someone else. Someone else. <laughs> <laughs> On the war. On the war. 
someone else someone won an else award from my someone website. Someone else won an award from my website. Someone else. Someone else. But whether you're looking to start your own business or maybe a vlog or a blog or a blabble or a blue. <laughs> someone else. Someone else. You know what I mean? Someone else did someone it. Else did. Please. Squarespace is here for you. You can sell your stuff. You can promote your stuff. You can do whatever the heck you want to do that you can do with a website. Of course. And you've got everything, like the ability to sell stuff on your site. You can sell stuff real easy. They have the tools. They have the tools for you to sell stuff. So you don't have to worry about how you'll sell stuff. How am I going to sell stuff? You say to mama or papa. Of course. <laughs> really? And what do they say back? <laughs> they go, you wrote it? No, they don't. But they do say, we're excited and we, we're here for you, but we don't know what to do. And then they, and then you say, well, why don't you go to Squarespace, mom? Squarespace, mom. And your mom's like, what do you, where did that come from? We weren't even talking about that. But, but yeah, but you listen to a podcast that's sponsored by Squarespace, so it's kind of fresh in your mind. Of course not. <laughs> someone else, someone else. And we're not crazy. Of course not. Don't be ridiculous. <laughs> we're not crazy, dude. We're talking about Squarespace here. You're crazy. Uh, you're crazy. <laughs> you don't have Squarespace. Yeah, you're crazy if you don't have Squarespace, and you're crazy if you don't know what the hell we're talking about over here. Someone else, someone else. You can even check out the traffic to your site. Who's coming to your site? How many people are coming? How long are they staying? And you own all the content you put on the Squarespace platform. <laughs> Did they leave anything around? <laughs> Look under the cushions of your website, brother. Did anybody, <laughs> stuff? Did anybody drop this hat? <laughs> Who dropped this hat? Somebody left their lights on outside my website. And let's not forget about their award-winning 24-7 customer support where they are there for you. They are there for you to help you at any time, any day, any holiday, any night, any morning, any month, any weekend. And I've used it and it was helpful. Mike's used it. The song got tired of us talking about it. There's a mix, but I put all of them together. <laughs> I made it sound like it was screwed up. <laughs> In true DB fashion. It gets worse as it goes. So guys, look, we could talk about Squarespace all day. And maybe some of you want us to, especially Squarespace. But we'll say this. If you go to squarespace.com, you're going to get a free trial. Okay? Anybody can get it. It's that easy. And when you're ready to launch your site, you go to squarespace.com slash banter, 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 and you're going to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. <sighs> That's how easy it is, guys. Use that code banter. Banter, banter, banter. Someone else, someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, driving by a little boat. The, the Jetsons can't flew by the window <laughs> really quick. <laughs> One more time, that's squarespace.com slash banter. Use that to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That was our first ad today. 
<laughs> the end of the, Squarespace. The end Just of the first, first one. <laughs> Longer than the beginning of the show. Someone else, someone else. Guys, let's talk about feels. Big fan of feels. Feels is CBD. And why would you use CBD? There's another podcast I listened to that says it's not about what you feel. It's about what you don't feel. You take CBD. What you're doing is ridding yourself of stress and anxiety. Maybe helping yourself sleep. Help yourself with little aches and pains. And it's so easy. You put a couple drops under your tongue. And then you um, start to feel less. Mm -hmm. Thank you. And Mike, that's such a great way to kind of round up what feels is all about. Because you're not going to feel hungover. Of course not. You're not going to feel you're not gonna become addicted. Of course not. Addicted, addicted, addicted. It's not like a high feeling. Of course not. Not a high feeling at all. At all. At all. And it's natural. Of course. It's natural. And they ship it directly to your doorstop and a step. Which other everyone you got? <laughs> you specify the order instructions whether you want it to be a box. step or There's stop. two boxes you can click. You have to click one. Is this a doorstep or a doorstop? We need to know. We need to know. Of course. And how does it work? Well, let's say you're feeling kind of ooh stressed out. Maybe you got a headache. Maybe you can't sleep. All you gotta do is you place a few drinks. <laughs> you wrote it? <laughs> you wrote it? You wrote it? Mmm, baby. You wrote it? You wrote it? Here's the deal. You want to feel? You wrote it, though. <laughs> Here's the deal. If you want to feel less of a headache, you take some feels in your mouth, then you put it in your tongue, then you start to feel less of a headache and less of anxiety. Get to sleep a little better. You it's so it. good in the middle of the day to have feels. Feel some type of way you get feels. You wrote it? Don't be ridiculous. And you know, Mike's not wrong, guys. You just put a few drops under your tongue and then you'll feel a difference within minutes. Less stress, chill, maybe trying to sleepy night night. And everything gives you every everything that you want to feel. Let's say you got a headache. There's a certain amount of drops for that. Let's say you can sleepy. That's a certain amount of drops for that. And if you're new to CBD and you're like, I don't want to listen to these two buffoons tell me what CBD is, and guess what? Feels offers a free CBD hotline to help guide your personal experience. Of course. I would say do that and don't listen to us. Exactly. But Mike and I have both used it and both stand by it and like it. And uh, I get sad when I run out. Me too, man. I'm like, where's more of the more feels? I want want more of it. You wrote it? So why don't you join the feels community and you get, 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 get feels delivered to your door every month. You can save money on every order and you can pause or cancel anytime. 
So why don't you become a member today and go to feels.com slash banter. You're going to get 50% off. That's 50% off your first order with free shipping at feals.com slash banter to become a member and get 50% off automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Huh? You wrote it? That's at feels.com slash banter. You wrote it? Damn, girl, it's been a long day. I'm gonna hit the hay. I wanna get down on that little guy. The little. It's time to get in the bedroom, girl. I think it's time to get. What is it at 11.30 p.m.? It's time to get... You wrote it? What? <laughs> <laughs> what, we, we just have dinner? Ooh, look at the time. I think it's time to get... You wrote it? <laughs> hey, baby, let's get... You wrote it? <laughs> Let me check my calendar. It says, wake up in the morning, go to work... Come back to work and get you wrote it. <laughs> no, you come home and you get you wrote it. <laughs> hey, what do you what do you say? You and I, we take off our clothes, we go to the bedroom, and we get a little. You need to. Fill it with your cum. Jackpot. Jackpot. You believe in the power of... Jackpot. You believe in the power of... Cum. Alright guys, we got one more sponsor here. <laughs> believe it or not, we're talking honey. Ooh, honey, I'm home. feel about online shopping how often do you do it how often do you feel like you have a promo code ready to go at checkout you know how I do you feel, feel? Like i do it all the time but i don't feel like i always have a promo code yeah that's exactly what it feels like to do it to be it feels like to be alive it's like when you go to an actual physical store and you go grab your stuff and you check out and you don't have a promo code at the store. Yeah. Think about all the times you've been in that situation. Yeah. And they're like, do you have a promo code? And, and I'm like, I thought this was what, a store. what is this? Wait, there's a promo code? What do you mean? How do I get promo codes? Well, guess what? On the internet, that's up to Honey to decide. Thanks to Honey, manually searching for coupon codes is a thing of the past. Honey's a free shopping tool that scours the internet for promo codes and applies the best one it finds to your cart. And Honey sports over 30,000 stores online! That ranges from sites that have tech and gaming products to popular fashion brands and even food delivery, guys. Now imagine you're shopping on one of your favorite sites. Mm. <laughs> well, that's a great example. Without saying a brand name. <laughs> yeah. 
No, 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 no. When you check out, the honey button drops down, and all you gotta do is click on apply coupons. Save your questions for the end of the show, Ozzy. And you wait a few seconds. I said wait a few seconds as Honey searches for coupons it can find for that site. Yes, I know you have questions where you're going to have to wait, Ozzy. If Honey finds a working coupon, yes, you'll find... You're going to... You'll watch the pot... Ozzy, why don't you sit over here for a second? Not you now! And if Honey finds a working coupon, you're going to watch them prices drop. It's over 17 million members, over $2 billion in savings. Cha-ching! I don't give up. Jackpot. So if you already, if you don't already have honey, guys, you could straight up be missing out on stuff, okay? It's literally free. If you have and it installs in a few seconds, guys. This is a. And by getting it, you'd be doing yourself a solid. And you're supporting this podcast. I'd never recommend something we don't use. That's what Mike and I say all the time. So why don't you get Honey for free? Joinhoney.com slash banter. That's joinhoney.com. I could just see the email. Can you guys do another one where you're not doing cartoon sounds? Is there any way to do it without the bonk noise? All, all over the call to action. Listen, Honey's a legitimately good thing. You put it, you make it a little extension browser, and every time you go to a store, they help you get money off whatever you're going to buy. That's it. Plain and simple. How do they get it? They go, to join honey, they go to joinhoney.com, Mike. That's what they do, and they put the slash banter in there. <laughs> That's great. And they run to joinhoney.com slash banter. And you and type with your feet until it says all that stuff. <laughs> That's joinhoney.com slash banter. Of course not. <laughs> so much. That's so much. All right, guys, listen. We're going to lose every sponsor we've ever had. <laughs> and when that happens, we're going to need you guys to help us. <laughs> when you, in, in five years, when you're like, whatever happened to those guys, remember this episode of the podcast. <sighs> Dude, that music is too much. Yeah. That fucking theme to Who Wants to Be a Millionaire is too much. <laughs> See? That's when they started to get intense. All right, let's jump into some history roads, huh? That sounds great. I'm getting a phone call right now. Oh. I found out This song's definitely about pudding. 
We got Cooper from the Digital Void coming at us. Cooper sends an email saying, The time Cooper's dad told him about cum. Oh. Hey guys, I hope you're well. Specifically to Mike, I hope your tour went well. It makes my heart happy to know you're getting out and doing your thing. Thank you, Cooper. I don't... Tell me the song's not about pudding. <laughs> pudding in your pocket and we're driving out to the coast. Pudding in your pocket. Mm, yeah. Pudding in your pocket. Get it up when you're hungry for a snack. Mmm, it's time for pudding attack. <laughs> pudding attack. Mmm, <laughs> I have a pudding attack. Kids crying in the church. Give me a little pudding. <laughs> <laughs> Kids, be, kids misbehaving, give me a little whack. <laughs> it's called a pudding and a whack. <laughs> I was recently listening to the episode where you guys called Steve's mom and confronted her about not properly explaining the surprising world of cum. Whose <laughs> responsibility is it? Whose responsibility is this to teach me about cum? I'm coming. Give me a little pudding. This got me reflecting on my own experience regarding my parents' approach to the talk. When I was about 10 years old, I remember my dad pulling me into the kitchen and sitting me down. And I was definitely nervous because I just assumed I was in trouble. I'm like uh, getting the feeling of coming in the gym. I'm getting the feeling of coming at home. I'm getting the feeling of coming backstage when I pump up, when I pose out in front of 5,000 people. I get the same feeling. So I'm coming day and night. Dude, I mean, it's terrific. You're being so excited, you're losing your breath. <laughs> losing your mind. Gotta get that whole idea out. <laughs> Before you take a breath. <laughs> um, he said he was definitely nervous because he assumed he was in trouble. To my surprise, my dad looked me in my innocent 10-year-old Leal boy's open eyes and said these words. <laughs> You can't use a shopping bag. Wait. <laughs> you gotta know when to hold them. <laughs> he said this. It's as satisfying to me as uh, coming is. You know, as uh, having sex with a woman and coming. <laughs> and you're like, I don't know what that has what to do. What do you need, Dad? I'm coming day and night. What is it? What is that? I'm coming. <laughs> I'm, I'm coming. I'm, I'm, I'm coming. I'm like, uh, I'm coming. I'm like I'm uh, coming getting the same night. <laughs> he says, you can't use a shopping bag to keep a girl from getting pregnant. Any questions? <laughs> what? You can't have the shopping bag has condoms in it. <laughs> this was the conversational equivalent of hitting me with a flashbang. So my response was a timid, no, I'm okay. This advice clanged around my head for years and consistently made me laugh. I'm coming. And my father has consistently denied having said this. <laughs> Ultimately, I've yet to impregnate anyone. I'm That's coming. Great. So this advice did help. Granted, I did lose my virginity in a public park. Hmm. So maybe I could have used just a little more guidance. Like they always say, an eye for an eye means hindsight is always right twice a day. Mm -hmm. I'm coming. That's a great point. Ultimately, oh, here's the obligatory mention of a phone call. If you're recording on this usual day, 
it's actually my birthday. Oh, fuck. And also, insert excuse for phone call here. Give the people what they want. Put this mess to bed. And for God's sake, don't bring back the motherfucking piss. <laughs> As always, infinite love from the infinite void. Cooper, keeper of the digital void. <laughs> you made this kid a king. <laughs> 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 Self-appointed king of the void. Yeah. Uh, well, happy birthday to you, Cooper. I'm not gonna fucking call you. <laughs> happy birthday, Cooper. Happy birthday, buddy. Love you, bud. Um. <coughs> wow, this looks like a big mess. What? Is that a spreadsheet that came through in the wrong format? It's, a, it's just like a huge email with a lot of clips in it. Oh boy. Don't give us activities to do. Don't give us activities. That's our job. <laughs> oh, here we go. Maria Chambers sends an email saying, History Road, my favorite news blooper. Maria Chambers, is that not like a 1987 porn star? Maria Chambers of Commerce. Madeline Mar Chambers. Maria, yeah, that does sound like a porn star. Hell yeah. Nice upbringing, kid. <laughs> like Dusty Chambers. Dusty Chambers. <laughs> the old outlaw Dusty Chambers. Dusty Chambers came to dead. He never know which direction the bullet gun come out. He can't kill it. <laughs> Maria says, hi, dynamic boys. I just wanted to share a clip of my favorite news blooper due to the wholesomeness of it. How you like it? Here's the YouTube vid. Love you both and hope one day you guys get to do dynamic manter in Utah. Hmm. Okay, let's hear let's hear this news blooper. Let's do it. It is news at 6:30 a.m. See you standing over there with your body. Going to rock with your body. What are you two doing? Seriously. I'm gonna look at the forecast while they sing. Let's go ahead and take a look at this morning. Wait a minute, we're live. Yes, I'm serious. Are you guys? You guys really not know? Oh wait a God. second. Wait a second. Do neither no. of you know that? Oh, no. Let's look. Just are we? Are we on the graphic? <laughs> I cannot believe. Okay, let's 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 reel this back in. Let's start talking about the weather. That's fun. That's fun. All right, start. 838 Clark Summon to 41. They were really just singing like that online. Dude, here's the exact conversation Here, that happened. Here's what's next through today. And really sad. Where's my there we go. So they <laughs> the there's three people on camera. The two that were singing with each other are talking to the stage manager. And they're like, Do you remember this fucking song? I don't yeah. know what's <laughs> Do you remember the song Candy Rain and by goes, Soul Korea? Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> and then <laughs> the producer gets like the three, two, one. Yeah. Like, I, and he's like, <laughs> you remember Soul For Real from uh, Candy Rain for Soul For Real? Fuck yeah, dude. Three, two. <laughs> You're right. He queued them up and she, they didn't think it was for the news. Yeah, they were yeah. like, now do it if you remember. Yeah, dude. Let's have that conversation and then play it from the beginning. Okay, okay. Okay. Ready? Dude, do you guys remember fucking... Can't blame it on the clouds oh, by yeah. Rainy Day Parade. Yeah, absolutely. Dude, best soul group ever. Yeah, Dude, hit it. Three, two, one. Yeah. 
Here's what pisses me off about this. We got three whites here. Yeah. Right? We have a blonde girl white and two of the most generic looking guys you'll ever see. Yes. So blonde girl girl white and Chad to the right are singing this song, being kind of goofy. Oh, yeah. The guy all the way to the left is looking at them like in disgust. Yeah. But also didn't start. Like, could have very easily been like, and here we are, back, and saved his two You're friends. Right. Instead, he lets them do something embarrassing and then goes, what are you guys doing? Yeah, he So I have no respect get, for that guy. He wanted them to get in trouble. He wanted to seem like the professional He's one. in cahoots with the stage manager. Whoa. And when he, yeah, he doesn't like them. Yeah. He wants to be the best there. Yeah. And he's like, they're always slacking off. What yeah. about when they were on live? Well, they were live and they were dancing and singing. Yeah. Definitely brought it up at the review when they have reviews in a couple weeks. There's more to it. They like cut back to them. Should we see it? And they're singing again. They're picking up from where they left off. Saturday morning. We all look. <coughs> There's a TV down here that happened to be off when we came back. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the the still mic's still on. When we're back. And mine, the volume was down for some reason. And I just so. want to clarify something. I want to oh clarify God. that I thought it was the funny. During the commercial. We're a lot of PR, we are. It's all right. Well, weird. It looked messed up. Iceland. So now they only have their mics on. That's so funny, dude. That's so funny. Really good. Man, what a nightmare it is to to be part of like a live TV team and to know that anything could happen. <laughs> the pressures of yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. Wow, that's something else. Um, That's why we have so many great clips like that yeah. from like news anchors. Really like, remember endless. the fuck we'll do it live. <laughs> yeah. That whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Okay, how about a sappy history road? Okay. Great. Lincoln like one about sends. trees? I hope so. Um, Lincoln sends a history road saying, saying, Dear Mine and Steve. Mm. Long time, third time. I hope you boys are having a great show so far. I'm sure I've laughed or whatever. <laughs> That's great, dude. That's great. Yeah, and that kind of uh, helps us see where you have the bar set for right. you. <laughs> I wanted to share with you a sappy little story about a reignited flame of mine. Okay. I've been listening to your show for about four years now. At the time, my friend Ari introduced me to the show while I was dating a lovely girl named Lauren. Shout it out. Couple months after listening, we ended up breaking up after, uh, wait. A couple months after listening, we ended up breaking up after about a year of being together. I really loved her, but in retrospect, I had a lot of issues with codependency that affected the trust in our relationship that ended with me breaking up with her. Every couple months after our breakup, we typically ended up texting back and forth for a day or so to catch up or just say hi. (laughs) (laughs) It was soap opera crowd. Last June, she moved back to Canada and I caught her in Houston for lunch before she left and remembered why I was so in love with her. I was with someone at the time, (coughs) but still felt giddy about our interaction to the point I felt like I needed to hide it from my partner. Oh, damn. Fast forward a couple of months to the end of that relationship, unrelated. (laughs) 
<laughs> where I was trying to uh, navigate leaving a partner who I shared financial matters and a living situation with. Mm. And children, so many different children. <laughs> Seven kids. Lauren and I ended up in one of our back and forths during this period, but it was a little different this time. Would rather you not use the names, I suppose. <laughs> maybe they're fake. <laughs> we'll give them the benefit of the doubt, but yes, maybe not use the real name next time. Instead of only lasting for a couple hours or a day, we ended up talking every day almost constantly. Wow. It was simultaneously like getting to know a new person and like coming home. I realized I had never fallen out of love with her, but decided not to act on it since I was just leaving a serious relationship. Sure. What is this audience listening to? She ended up bringing up that we had been talking for a while. <laughs> the audience is reacting to another show. <laughs> and we both confessed feeling the same way, but decided to play it out since I needed some time to heal. When the main character needs time to eat. <laughs> <coughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> A part of this getting to know you again phase has been sharing podcasts, so I sent her some episodes of Dynamic Banter and Welcome to Our Podcast. And I haven't heard from her since. To my surprise, she liked it. She's generally a modest person, so I didn't expect her to like this fart cum shit post podcast. Okay. But she even listened to new episodes without my prompting. It's. I've dated a handful of people in the past couple years, Humbleberg, but no one, uh, that was my addition, but no one has ever wanted to listen to this stupid show, and I was thrilled. I'm yeah. sorry to not like this person. <laughs> <coughs> she passed the test. It's been all green flags for the past few months, and we decided to make long distance work, especially since I'm planning to move to Canada anyway for grad school and generally don't like living in the United States. Also, she likes cats now. I'm stupid in love with her and hope that it's that this time it will last until we're old and grumpy. Sounds like you're <laughs> approaching one of those things. <laughs> Thank you, boys, for being a highlight of my life and for nice. being a means to prove that I've found something really good. I love listening to the show while I'm scoring assessments for my clients and probably disrupt the therapists in the office next to me with my hacking laugh. Whoops. I got a raise, so I guess it's not a problem. Oh, all right. Hell yeah. Congrats. Also, I usually recite my entire signature at the end of my emails when I share them, so you're welcome to do the same. Don't call me. I'm with a client. <laughs> Cheers, Lincoln. Oh, it's a, he's a psychological testing technician. Damn, dog. Damn. So you zap people and shit like that? Yeah, make them forget <laughs> their dad. Um, <coughs> all right, man. Thank you, Lincoln. Thank you. Glad that you have love. Um, oh, a question that's sure to spark debate. Uh-oh. From the Dynamic Banter Discord from Mia. Okay. Uh, hi, boys. It's Mia, the hi, owner Mia. of the DB Discord. Oh, hello. It's Mia. Mario. It's a Mia. <laughs> oh, I'm dying. Okay. Info at the end of the email for fans listening that want to join. Yeah, you should join the Discord. It's a bunch of good folks there. Sure. 
One of our members innocently posted this question in our general chat, and I had to instantly tell them that I couldn't bear to allow discussion on the topic further until I sent a history road asking the boys their stance on the question. Has this music been going throughout the whole show? No, but it did come back. I mean, now we got lyrics. Who are these? They're all dead. Anyone who's part of this is dead. Is it always this loud? It's distracting, is what I'm. Is saying. it really? It's it is to me. It sounds pretty good to me, but I, I but I I'll give you a little, I'll give you less in the cans. Thank you. I feel like I'm in a barbershop uh, <coughs> lobby. That's not pleasant. No. In some way. All right. I'll 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 fix with it. Uh, I'll futz with it in post. Okay. Um. So they. I would like to say two things before I ask you this question. Number one. If you have the mental energy at this moment, please actually try to logically answer this with your best educated guess. And two, I'm truly sorry that this has to be asked. This is a lot already. It's yeah. a lot. So no You're saying <laughs> first we want, of all, we want a best educated guess, no joke answer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I think that's what she's asking. Okay. Like our best educated guess, no joke, just throw it out there. And then they're saying they're sorry that this has to be asked. Okay. Okay. Are there more wheels in the world or doors? Caveats. Things to also... <coughs> Fuck. <coughs> Things to also consider as wheels. Wheels on cars. <laughs> sure almost left those out almost left those out <laughs> the wheels on the bus <laughs> the ones that go round and round oh, wheelchairs wheelbarrows possibly gears no gears are gears not wheels things to also consider as doors barn doors cabinet doors doggy doors possibly windows no windows are windows I don't even think you're sure about the question. Yeah. Asking. If this does Why get read. Why don't you set up some parameters and then we'll answer the question. My, my answer is wheels. More wheels or doors. Because even homeless people who don't have a door have access to wheels sometimes. Yeah, I'm going to say wheels also. And there's four for every one. Yeah. I'm sure we could go on and on about like how there are probably... Gotta define the parameters. There might, of the <coughs> there might be an equal amount, don't oh. you think? No. Or it's close. You don't think it's close? Why would it be close? What do they have to do with each other? Well, because I guess, like, think about like mansions. Mansions have like up to hundred doors, right? Mm -hmm. Closet doors, garage doors, mm -hmm. bedroom doors. Even so every car has four wheels and and a lot of cases four doors at least and maybe a spare wheel <coughs> in the back of the car mm. i think if there are more wheels than doors it's close yeah but think like think about a conveyor belt that all has little wheels yeah like tons of little wheels yeah and a gear is kind of a wheel a gear is a wheel and think yeah, about but you how would many call them gears wheels. like a watch has it's a wheel. It, it What it is is a wheel. And it has spokes, so it's interacting spokes with in other it. wheels. Because it's still, it's on an axle, like a wheel. And it, it does the thing a wheel does. 
So if you have a watch, you have as many mansion doors on your wrist <laughs> as wheels. Okay, well, if we're going to say a, a gear can be a wheel, then a window can be a door. Fine. I still think there are a lot more wheels. Interesting. Think about how many people have watches. You have multiple watches. You have machines in your Yeah, house. I mean, you're, you're like sliding... <clears throat> Doors have wheels, like tons of wheels. You're like, this is what they wanted. This is what they, yeah, they want us to keep going about it. Tanks have a bunch of wheels. Think about wheels. Just think about wheels for a second. Uh, pasta. Ooh, pasta wheels. wheels. Pasta yeah. Wheels. And there's like forty thousand in every. Wheels box. on roller coasters. Wheels on fucking. Yeah, maybe there are more wheels. Sometimes you're in a bad relationship. Wheels fall off. Right. Sometimes it gets wheels scary in movies. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes when you're alone, it gets wheels. Wheels scary. Wheels Fargo <clears throat> is a whole bank um, filled me, with wheels. <laughs> Mia also said um, <coughs> it would be, they'd love it if we shared a link to their Discord uh, on the DB socials. No. Uh, but if you guys <laughs> want to go join that, I'm sure lots of fans have been wanting an official DB server for a while. We're all already set up, as you guys have seen. Uh, since you're both in it, you can DM me on Discord to get a fresh invite link. I don't see a Discord name. How do you share a Discord? Mm. Is it just a link? You could just share your Discord name, which is usually your name, and then the uh, number thing, and then a bunch of little numbers. But there's no way to share the the TV server. Discord. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you could get a, a server invite link. Mm. How do yeah. new people get it from us right now? Uh, the easiest way would be to post a invite link mm. somewhere, but also if Mia could make it known what her Discord name is, you could just get Discord, send her a message, mm. and then she'll send you an invite. Which might be a, the way they want to do it. Because... Can we do like a skywriting thing? Can we? Yeah, let's do it. Get somebody in a plane to do a link. Yeah, yeah. a hyperlink. Yeah. We could just post a story frame on Instagram or something. You're like, if like hit up this person. We could publish a book with the information in it. Yeah, how to make how to have fun making stuff with, with a small people. audience yeah. <laughs> for a small audience. All right, let's do one more and then get the fuck out of here. How does that sound? Okay, I got some shows to talk about. Great. Okay, let me see. Let me find a good one here. Let me see. It's hard to know what if it's gonna be good. You know, tonight's the Surrounded show at the Hollywood Improv. Oh, no shit. You know that? No it's an early show, 7. The late show at 9.45. You can get tickets. And the link, speaking of talking about links, <coughs> my Instagram, direct.me slash Mike Belzo. It's a good time. You should come. That sounds really good. I think you guys should do that, you pieces of shit. Okay. <laughs> <clears throat> okay sean sends memorial travels very nice that's a new one i haven't heard that one that's memorial good memorial travels memorial travels it's a stretch but yeah it's cl it's good i never heard it hello microphone and esteban i'm sean a little horn hawk boy from the philippines nice upon listening to the episode of the legendary winnebago man it reminded me of a similar burst of outtakes from the walrus of love himself, Barry White. Ooh. Damn, I've never heard Barry White bloopers. Is this a new discovery? I actually forgot about Barry White until this moment. 
From what I understand, Mr. White is doing a radio spot for a local college. I hope you two haven't seen this yet because Tony makes a special guest appearance on this commercial as well. I'm not sure if it's the <laughs> same Tony from the Winnebago Man, but I'd like to believe you. That's great. It is. I can't wait. Okay, here it is. It's Barry White Outtakes. Wow, I'm excited about this. Hi, this is Barry White. Please join me on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, May 8th, 9th, and 10th for the first, for the first fucking thing. I'm cutting a fucking spot, Tony. It is a Tony. Hi, this is Barry White and Paul Quinn College cordially invite you to a weekend in Texas on Friday, Saturday, one more time. Saturday and Sunday. Shit. <laughs> Hi, this is Barry White and Paul Quinn College cordially invite you to a weekend in Texas on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, May 8th, 9th, and 10th. As the shit. Hi, this is Barry White, and Paul Quinn College cordially invites you to a weekend in Waco, Texas, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, May 8th, 9th, and 10th. This gala weekend will include the welcoming of celebrities reception on Friday, the first, second, and third rounds of tennis tournament. The first, second, and third rounds. Why can't they end? Hi, this is Barry White, and Paul Quinn College cordially invites you to a weekend in Waco, Texas. Welcoming celebrities, some reception on Friday. Let's take it after the 8th, 9th, and 10th. There you go. There yeah. you go. Okay? okay? Do it over. Fuck it. Here we go. Hi, this is Barry White, and Paul Quinn College cordially invites Here you go. to Three, a beautiful two, one. in Waco, Texas <laughs> on Friday. This asshole fucked these words up, man. I mean, he's got words that he don't even need. Yeah. Hi, this is it's Barry a bad White. script. I get it. And Paul Quinn You're giving him too much to do. You it's to Barry a White. Weekend in Waco, Texas. Friday, <clears throat> Saturday, and Sunday, May 8th, 9th, and 10th. This Here's what this commercial should be. Someone else, some normal, should be saying all these words. Yeah. And then at the end, you get Barry to say, like, and I'll, I'm Barry White, and I'll see you there. I'm Barry White, and I can't get enough of your attendance <laughs> this weekend. <laughs> I won't be able to get enough of your love, baby. That's he writes his one little soundbite. Yeah, you're right. They're making him do too much. I can't wait to see you in Waco, Texas. (laughs) You don't give him all this. You don't tell him the schedule of the weekend. Dude, fucking Barry White doesn't care about your reception. Also, during this whole audio thing, they're showing like album covers. And this is the most ridiculous album cover I think I've ever seen. Is that a, is that, that can't be a real thing. I mean, it. it it's very possible. I don't think that that's a real thing. Are you sure? No. Because everything else has Are been real. Sure? <laughs> I'm not sure. That one album cover where Barry White's holding all the cocaine. What is it? Barry White, what? I've got so much to give. And he's holding a giant pile of what looks like cocaine and his nose has some white powder doesn't on it look like Barry white yeah it kind of doesn't no this can't be real no dude it's, you know what this is the this is it. wow it's a parody why thing. is that in there everything else is real except for that that's how they get you that's how your mind gets conditioned. damn dude i just got deep faked damn dude second and i feel like i got rick rolled you gotta stay off tinder yeah man Third round of the tennis tournament the Barry White concert with the Love Unlimited Orchestra, of course. 
and the post-concert reception on Saturday in a championship semi Dude, don't make this shit, do man. I'm going to lay, cut this shit off. <coughs> all right, fuck this. I'm going to take it up to uh, Concert Love Unlimited Orchestra. That's where I'm going to stop There's at. so much to say. So it sounds like he down. has to edit it. Yeah. Hi, this is Barry White. Hi, Barry. And Paul Quinn College in court cordially shit it cordially invites your ass to come. Hi, <laughs> <laughs> right, this is Barry White. And Paul Quinn College cordially invites you to a beautiful weekend on Friday, Ooh, that's Saturday. Nice. That's a bitch. Oh, shit. That's a bitch. That's a bitch. That's it, I guess. That sucks, man. Sucks. Uh money from that. Sean says, hope this gives you some gigs and kids. Peace and love. Sean, P.S. If you ever plan to go to the Philippines, don't. Okay. That's good advice, Sean. But if you are planning on going somewhere, go to the goddamn Hollywood Improv tonight for the Surrounded Show. Big news on the Surrounded Show soon. Also, if you want to catch me and Olin, if you like a little bit of jokes and storytelling, March 15th, we're going to be in Philadelphia at the Helium Comedy Club, I believe. March 16th, we're going to be in Washington, D.C. at the Improv. March 18th is a Friday. We're going to be at the Gramercy Theater in New York. It's such a big place, and we need you to buy tickets because big place and little people equals hurt feelings and sad and questioning about what you do in life march 24th we're going to be in milliwalke wisconsin and in march 25th we're going to be in chicago the city all that and much more that sounds awesome Everyone go see Mike do funny shit with funny friends uh, because laughter is important and it feels good, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, Mike, really quickly, it is the eight-year anniversary of Adele Dazim. Great. Uh, this uh, this month, I guess, or this week or something. Uh-huh. Um, so just shout out to people who have let us know that that has happened. And that's such a wonderful clip. Yes. And uh, we, we're... Uh, it's a le- it's legendary. It's happy a, birthday. It's a happy birthday to Adele Dazim. And everyone go check out MikeFalzone.com and get them in tour dates, okay? Lately I've been playing that uh that new game Elden Ring. I don't know if it's on your radar at all. No, I've heard of <clears> that, I think. People Everyone's time. talking about it because yeah. it's one of those big, big, huge you spend your life playing them to do all the things kind of games. Mm-hmm. And it's also very difficult, very hard, not fun after a while, frustrating because the, the nice. battles are so hard. And it's like, go to the city furthest away and pluck a fly. Yeah. And then on the way there, if you die, you have to start back from where you started. No. It's one of those games. Don't like that. Uh, really frustrating, but beautiful and well-made and really cool and kind of scary. Yesterday I did a stream where I started playing it and I ended up reading the entire terms of service. Plays <laughs> that that's in the beginning. Man, that sounds like a fun game. You know game. what I'm talking about? It was like 40 minutes, dude, yeah. of me straight reading the terms of service. <laughs> Why did you do that? I was committing to a bit and I almost, and I, I might regret it, but it's in my past now, so but uh yeah <laughs> if you want to see that check out my socials i'll post about when i do that <laughs> if you want to see steve read in terms of service dude you want to hear a little bit of it not really yeah i'm gonna pull up a little bit of it so you can hear this <laughs> wow someone's just straight up showing uh, that's not helping star trek the next someone's just watching star trek the next generation 
on uh on twitch on twitch unlawful that's really loud what is that that's me reading the terms of service. Damn, what part was that? Listen. Defamatory, offensive, obscene, pornographic, indecent, oh, vulgar, lewd, sexually <laughs> explicit, harassing, threatening, invasive, of privacy or public rights, abusive, inflammatory. Or I read the whole fucking thing, Mike. Wow. It was like... Was there a lot of people watching? Yeah. <laughs> That's anyway, Andy Kaufman would have done. That, I felt like I needed to do. I had to go all the way to the end, and, and it really drew people in because I was like, I'm playing Elden Ring for the first time, and it's a really popular <laughs> game right now. And it's like for the first hour, I'm just reading the terms of service. How much longer did you play? <laughs> I think like maybe an hour. So I think I did the. I think I did just a little more gameplay than reading the terms of service. God damn, man. But anyway, we appreciate you guys. Thank you for listening to the show. Thank you for sending in your history roads. Thank you to Headgum, the sponsors, Mike. The sponsors we have left. The sponsors we will have left. Mm. And this has been. Yes. Goodbye. Goodbye. That was a Headgum podcast. <laughs>